Hi folks, this is Matthew Holly of the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. And let me tell you something, you got all those high-end equipment for a lot of money, but you got no idea how to use them. But what if I told you there's an easy way to create your own podcast, absolutely free with no wires attached? The answer is Anchor from Spotify. Of course, Anchor is the easiest way and the best way to make a podcast without all the assholes. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you something. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's intuitive episode builder, you can visualize, edit, and arrange your segments without an instruction manual. Record remotely with up to four people, no matter where they are in the world. And with Anchor's built-in audio library, you can also add background tracks, transitions, and sound effects to your show. Also new in there is the music and talk bit for Anchor and Spotify. Get You can insert your music from Spotify. You can create your own music radio show or whatever you want to create with music involved. That's all that podcasting stuff. It will be exclusive to Spotify only. That's that's really cool. And if you're looking to distribute your podcast, let Anchor do that for you so it can be earned on most popular listening platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. All with a single tap or click. You're looking to make money from your podcast? You can. No minimum listenership required. With Anchor sponsorships, you can earn money every time people listen, no matter the size of the audience. You can also collect monthly donations from your fans right from your Anchor profile. And did I mention Anchor is 100% free with no strings attached, no monthly fees, no trial period, no subscription necessary. This is why the Home Turf Sports Podcast is always here on Anchor. And many many other podcasts are on the way here on this platform. And looking for, and if you want to get Anchor, download the free Anchor app on the Google Play Store or App Store. Go to Anchor.fm to get started. Enter your journey into podcasting. This is why Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And now, on with our feature presentation. We declare our right on this earth to be a man, to be a human being, to be respected as a human being, to be given the right of a human being in this society, on this earth, in this day, which we intend to bring into existence by any means necessary. In the spirit of Black History Month, Malcolm X telling us that there is a lot about how to declare our right on this earth to be a man, to be a human being, to be respected as a human being, to have the rights of a human being on this society, on this earth, in this day in which we intend to bring to existence by any means necessary. For the Long Island Top Studios, right here in the heart of Long Island, this is the Home Turf Sports Podcast. Right here on the Home Turf Radio Network, I'm Matthew Holly. I'm your host. Welcome to Wednesday, the 1st of February. And of course, glad to be with you here tonight as we begin our new, our plenty of brand spanking new episodes. Uh, of course, we're going to go with this announcement because it's been 
Uh, it's been uh, going around viral. It was viral earlier this morning. Uh, we all knew that Tom Brady was going to retire the season. And now he finally done it, man. Tom Brady done, finally done after 23 seasons. He, he almost, he's more likely going to take that 10-year, multi-million dollar deal with Fox Sports somewhere down the line. Man, and of course, what more can I say about the guy? Um, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about more in depth about him and, his, and my memories of him uh, Friday night on Twitter Spaces, 7 o'clock Eastern. And man... It's a well-deserved retirement. It's a well-deserved... Well-deserved... And man... My seven, seven times Super Bowl champion. Six with New England. One with Tampa Bay. Five times Super Bowl MVP. Three-time league MVP. Eight, 89,214 regular season passing yards. That's the first of all time. 649 regular season touchdowns, first all time. 13,400 playoff passing yards, first of all time, first all time. And 88 playoff touchdowns, all time. And a great, uh, what a great milestone he had. I'm going to be talking about him in depth on Friday night on Twitter Spaces not at 7. So, he, and he uh, made this video like early this morning. He, early this morning, he was. Now you know what, he's done, but I'm gonna let the man speak for speak for himself. So take a listen to Tom Brady's final message for all this guy, all his fan, all the fans who rooted for him, probably boo him. And man, hear hear what he had to say. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point. Right away, I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine out last year. So I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, friends, teammates, my competitors, and I could go on forever, there's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. And of course, what an incredible career he had. 23 seasons. Most of them were spent in New England, man, he he had a, and he deserved, and it's a well-deserved retirement. He had and he had so much success in an in a in the NFL for he went on, had plenty of winning records. Or uh, or some of them are five. Some of them are like you know, like five hundred or low or below, man. He had that record against every against NHL team. He was 
33-3 and against the Buffalo Bills, whether if he was in New England or in Tampa Bay. Um, he, he is 30-7 and against the Jets, 24-12 against Tampa Bay, uh, 1-0 against the Patriots. Remember, he won, a, won a, when he was in a Buccaneers uniform. 12-3 and against Indy. 5-1 in Jacksonville. 5-2 against Tampa But he's also had to take a look at this. 2-2 two and two against San Francisco. 2-2 two and two against Seattle. 4-0 against his once former team, the Buccaneers. That's just when he was a member of the Patriots. But he's 5-6 against the Chiefs. And of course... Gronky, and of course, Gronkowski wrote, oh, Gronkowski, Gronkowski wrote, Tommy, since I already wrote you a long retirement message last year, this time I shall say, welcome to the two-time retired club. You're a legend and you will always be my friend. And of course, Gronk retired originally when he originally in 2019, came back in 2020 with Tom Brady to return, to turn that Buccaneers team into a dynamo and man, Brady's Hall of Fame. Do I like do I do I like Tom Brady? Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, do I respect him? Yes, I do. Seven Super Bowls is a massive feat, never to be achieved. Is that might not be achieved anymore? Say, man. Tom Brady's career. Can be summed up in one simple word. Iconic. And it's hard to say and it's hard to say it. Twenty class of twenty twenty eight is uh, is coming up real soon and, and as long and as I always say, as long as he's got the uh Fox deal deal, he's gonna take that money he's gonna take that and say, you know what? I'm happy. I'm very happy. Tom Brady will be a Tom Brady's gonna be an all fan somewhere down the line. He's gonna greatness personified. Nothing more and nothing less. And you could say I'm happy for him in more ways than one. But as far as I'm concerned, he should have done that last year. But he decided to come back, try to make a run for run of it. Yeah, but it put a it put a stress on his marriage. But like something like somewhat like stress on his marriage that ended up in a divorce. To to just help mention, it really turned into a um. Tough season. He, he didn't have a good. He didn't have. He didn't. I don't know if he he had a good season, but the dude is a hard work. Dude is hard work. He tried to carry that team and turn that around. What an and of course, last time we saw him, he finally he lost to, he lost to well the Dallas Cowboys and. Incredible all of fan, incredible career. He's got so much and what and what 
Uh, what a career it's been. I will go on record and say that. He's one of the all-time... He's always be one of the all-time great quarterbacks I've ever seen. And as a, and as a Giants fan... Thanks for, thanks for having us for two Super Bowls. We beat you. Enjoy your retirement. And I'll say this up front. It's an honor. Now, of course, the Irish Sheik went on Twitter and said, Tom, Tom Brady, the very funk of football. Which he is. Which he is. He, 23 years. You could tell him, you could call him Chainsaw Tommy. Or, uh, or he played, like, because he played longer than any other football player I've ever seen. May it be, uh, may it be, like, Dan Marino or Joe Montana. Brady's all, Brady's a Hall of Famer. He's going to retire. He, he's just glad in this retirement tour comes to an incredible end. And, of course, and, of course, that cut, and, of course, his former boss, uh, Robert Kraft, went on Twitter. We went on, on the, or at least the uh, New England Patriots Twitter account. He sent a great message to head coach, to the head coach, to um, to his former one of his former one of his guys who helped bring a Super Bowl to New England for six years, six times. And take a listen to. What what Robert Kraft had to say. He was. This is a. I think it's more. I think it's more uh, generous than I ever heard from anybody. Game played for the New England. When I heard Tommy's announcement today. It just made me pause and think how lucky we were and are at the New England Patriots to be part of something that's been in existence for over 100 years. And whether it's 50,000 or 100,000 players who have played the game, we have had the number one player in the history of the game played for the New England Patriots. And I sort of pinched myself on that, how it happened. And it's sort of a great lesson for young people who have to defy the odds and dream their dreams and really go for it. Because here, Tommy was the 199th pick in the sixth round didn't get to start the way he should have in college, and thank God for that, because that allowed us to draft him where we did. But then he came in and beat all the odds and developed the greatest record in the history of any quarterback in the game and in the process winning seven Super Bowls. We were really lucky to have him. As fierce as he was as a competitor and as tough as he could be, he had a great heart and was a great human being. And I think that came from his family where he had great parents and three wonderful sisters and he always showed love. It allowed me 
in the 23 years that I've known him, to love him like a son and have a connection that's pretty special. The great memories that I have at this moment with Tommy, I was thinking on the field and off the field, well, there are six great ones on the field. When he met me and told me he was the best decision this organization has ever made, I really felt he was right. I think how when my beloved Myra was dying and how he helped me get through that and how supportive and loving he was to me. But also, I thought of how I had the privilege of going to his wedding down in Costa Rica approximately 13 years ago to a small group and enjoying that special moment in his life with his family. And then just a couple months ago, he coming to my wedding celebration and skipping something that was important to him, but showing love and respect to something very important to me. It's hard to find those relationships in this world, and I truly cherish special relationships, and I'm so fortunate to have had Tom Brady in my life. Man, you can't script that. You honestly can't. Sorry if it got a little messy, but hey, everybody makes mistakes under here, including me. But what um, Bob Kraft said about Tom Brady speaks volumes. Tom Brady will go down as one of the greatest players to ever play football. And we'll be right back right after this. I know your shirts are bland, your hats are bland, your businesses are, businesses are bland, bland, so why not give it a facelift with L.I. Tops? L.I. Tops is, the, is Long Island's home for custom shirts, custom vats, and of course, putting up, putting up vinyl banners for you and all your stuff for, for your businesses and whatever have you. Long Island Tots is home to some of the with some of the best guys in the business to work to get this get make sure your product stands out from the best. Don't forget to visit them. Don't forget to give them a chance to out. L I Chops, if it ain't us, it ain't lit. That's L I T O P E Ops. I mean, in sports talk. In its current form, whether if it's on television or on radio, um, there's gonna be like certain talks about store the certain stories of the day. But at the uh, but but when it comes to YouTube, there's like it's steady downhill from there. I mean, you got your black and white sports, you got your groups of goons, you got your stupid idiots like the. Mega shock shocks trying to think, oh, they, we're good, we're better at sport talking about sports. We want them to fit our narrative, i.e., they want to be like the sports version of Breitbart. 
not happening since the recent actions of police officers knocking around Tyree Nichols in Memphis that sparked a lot of outrage about that. And, of course, we're in Black History Month and Women in Sports Week. Um, several people in that, me in that media, or as I like to call it, the MAGA sports machine, these guys went outrageously weasel. The weasels of the world. And they, these guys, um, went on, I mean, Ryan Kittle, uh, went on a rage rant in terms of of the of the Liberty, New York Liberty's acquisition of Brianna Stewart joining the other acquisition for that franchise, um, John Quell Jones, formerly of the Connecticut Sun, and franchise point guard uh, Sabrina Ionescu. I mean, this is I mean, this is I mean, and Ryan Kennel went on a rage rant on their on the Goops of Goons Sports Wars channel. I mean, dude. Are you hiding your misogyny on on the on the front of all of, for the old world to see? This is why you have less subscribers than Yinzer, and and nobody likes and nobody likes you. Take a listen. We have seen the mainstream sports media, specifically ESPN, push the WNBA and really push women's athletics in general, even though their normal core audience simply isn't interested. Even though they refuse to acknowledge the threat to women's sports by allowing transgender athletes to actually compete and dominate said sports, they'll still take every opportunity they can to promote their own product that they pay for, which is the WNBA. So when SportsCenter tweeted this out today, on the same day that Tom Brady announced his retirement, on the same day that we got all this lead-up to the Super Bowl, stuff like this, they, they take time for this big announcement. There's a new Big Three in New York. And yes, they're talking about the New York Liberty. I know I'm going to have to say that name for a lot of you guys because you don't know anything about this because most people, quite frankly, don't care about the WNBA. The WNBA has lost money. Every single year since its inception, it's subsidized by the NBA. In reality, these women should be paying the NBA that allows them to play in the WNBA. But nonetheless, SportsCenter put out this tweet, and they have been getting absolutely roasted to the point where they are hiding, I don't know, hundreds of comments at this point. That's how bad it is for ESPN and SportsCenter. You know, Clay Travis puts this out. Just stop. The vast majority of sports fans can't name any of these people. ESPN's descent into woke sports engineering continues. And when you just look at the replies that they've hidden, these are the ones that they've hidden. Nobody cares. Middle girl got a fast forehead, not going to lie. Uh, not to be a piece of shit, but if I was interested in the WNBA, I'd follow their Twitter Nobody cares. STFU. Tom Brady retired today. Why are you posting this shit? Uh, damn, they got a, this is pretty rough, they got a sandwich maker, a dishwasher, and a floor cleaner, all in one team. The big three, nobody cares about. Why did they hide this comment? Nobody cares about the WNBA. Nobody listened to me and listened to me clearly. Nobody cares. Nobody cares and beats better than these frauds. Who the fuck are these bitches? Like, they are hiding. These are all replies that have been hidden. By SportsCenter, that's how sensitive they are about this. Let's be real. You're going to post something like this with the big three in New York pretending to compare the WNBA to the NBA. You know that that market's not out there. You know you're going to catch some heat. You're going to get roasted. But to, to hide that many comments 
And, and luckily, they do put it right here. You can see, look, hidden comments right here. They're hiding hundreds of comments because they're trying to protect it that much. I, I This is Brianna Stewart. This is Sabrina. I, I forget her name. She went to Oregon. I think this woman's last name is Jones. I have no idea what her history is. Most people do not know who they are. The idea of posting there's a new big three in New York is laughable. You're going to get roasted a bit, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But the woke sports media is so desperate to promote what they want to promote that you can't even criticize it. They will hide your replies if you simply say, who the fuck are these people? Why is this on my timeline? you got to be ready for that to happen if you're promoting the WNBA, which, again... As is proven, year after year, time after time, nobody watches, nobody goes to these games. It is a failure that is subsidized by the NBA so that they can virtue signal about how much they care about women's sports. Let me know what you think of in the comment. I will just say this. Dude's a fucking idiot. And, he, and everybody crucified, kind of crucified Kennel on Twitter. said, Phantom Menace L's and L's. On, on Twitter, I said on Phantom Menace L's too, it says, Woke is one woman's sport. He also tweeted, tweeted that, and of course, the screenshot of the Ryan Kennel drivel you just heard. Kennel's a pathetic, and Kennel's like, and Kennel is like a pathetic little worm. That's advertised. That's advertised. Sports and these guys really, really want to ramp up their sports talk. Like, Asshole, like they're assholes and such, something like that. Well, they're probably getting paid to be assholes. And in terms of Clay Travis's unfortunate tweet, and he said, "Stop, just stop." The vast majority of sports fans can't name any of these people. ESPN says that into woke sports engineering continues. Oh, you're pathetic, Travis. Here's a big it's referring to one of them on on the left. If you see that. Portrait? It's there's John Quell Jones, former WNBA MVP, formerly of the Connecticut Sun, made the WNBA finals several times, got stopped once by the uh, Washington Mystics in 2019 with uh, Elena Don and Natasha Cloud and others just barnstorming against this that squad, and they lost uh, last season to. The Las Vegas Aces, head coach when they're head led by their head coach, uh, Becky Hammond, a former Liberties player, and of course Asia Wilson and Chelsea Gray, dominant there in the middle. Sabrina Ionescu, former Oregon standout, met was the like the she's like like the like the mentored by Kobe Bryant while in college, college, and is that was in her eulogy. In, in his memorial service a couple of years ago, and the arrival of Brianna Stewart, formerly of the Seattle Storm, is going to advertise that. Man, people are riv- are people are riveting Travis, Travis to a degree and said, John Quell Jones, Sabrina Inescu, Brianna Stewart, not too hard, and a Miller one on Twitter. Robert, and a lot of people were not, and a lot of people were, said, you know, touch grass. I mean, and of course, and then there's a lot of people, and a lot of people roasted Travis. Said, this clown cannot be serious. 
What a... Oh, man. I just said... I know a lot of people... You know, we have, we have we tried a big three of Tyson Chandler and Amari Stoudemire and Carmelo Anthony a few years ago for the Knicks, but that was that it. Travis got and um, Travis got roasted too. I love how Sean Hartnett wrote on Twitter. I love how the WNBA is so triggering to Clay Travis. What an utter buffoon that man is! You know how who really liked the WNBA and believed in the league's growth. Kobe Bryant, and he knew a hell of a lot about basketball. The WNBA getting more hype and spotlight can only be a good thing. Travis also, Travis was also roasted, I say. Clay Travis and good old-fashioned casual misogyny. Ah, what a time. If you follow him, consider making better life choices. And of course, Greg Ehrenberg on Twitter said, Clay Travis wants women's sports coverage canceled because it triggered him so that it showed up in his timeline. You don't have to watch it or read it. You can move on with your day. What a fucking grifter it is. Ultra Sports is about bad sport. It has them out taking on bad sports stakes. And they got roasted. And he got roasted for it. On National Girls and Women in Sports Day, the anthropomorphized emeroid, that is, Clay Travis has decided to tell us that he's now offended by ESPN covering the best women's basketball league in the world. And Travis was crucified for it, and Travis was crucified a lot because he was a pathetic, pathetic worm. And of course, that's saying something. Comedian that is Clay Travis said, If you ever wonder how OutKick got so massive, because I'm just about the only person in sports media saying, willing to say the WNBA sucks, most sports fans have zero interest in it, and it's widely over for political reasons, which 99% of actual sports fans agree with. And he did, and he became, and he also went on this and said, Twitter has created a, such an artificial society for all subjects, but sports in particular. When in that most sports media are terrified of saying what they actually think, which means my audience has skyrocketed just by saying what I actually think. It's honestly, honestly, still wild to me. To be fair, some people love watching middle school basketball. Sure, we call most of those people parents and players, but that if that's how you choose to spend your free time, buy your PA season tickets and live it up. Chuck Bodie went on Twitter and left, let him have it. You've got a mass. You got massive because your sexist and racist views are popular in a racist and sexist society. This ain't art. And man, and I, I have uh, zero tolerance for Clay Travis. And man, even uh, everybody hate everybody hated everybody hated Clay hated Clay Travis for that for that take. I said, hey, I'm a hey, I'm a fucking idiot. Man, how much, how much you want to bet on that? Wow. Maybe, maybe I would have been, maybe I've been a better, would have been a better person if I talked about sports in a, in a better, in a, in a better, in a better context. But, but I'm better, I'm a better sports talker than these guys. You can't, you can't. 
If you can laugh at me all you want, but I'm not. But if you could pull me off the air, you're not gonna do that. I mean, face it. I'm here. I'm here every day, doing radio and sports sports talk. Y'all are assholes. Can be assholes. And. Most per- most people are gonna make you can say you can say just how just what I just what I think it's here. Tell me what I think. I'm a sports talker. I'm proud of it. I'm a sports fan. I'm proud of that too. Hunter Sports is back and better than ever because we did that. Welcome back, welcome back, but if you like to check out the Home Tour Sports Project, so be it, we're here. We're here every day. Whether it's on Anchor, whether it's on Twitter Spaces, or whatever you want to hear it, we're here. And nothing is going to change. Clay Travis isn't, Clay Travis is a fucking clown. Ryan Kittle is a fucking bigot. And I can say that. And for the and if and if the WNBA can attract more viewers with this kind of lineup, and I I don't blame them. Believe me, I ain't going anywhere. We'll be right back right after this. You're listening to the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. If you want to listen to us on Twitter, check us out Friday night. Friday night. And we'll be right back right after this. I know. I get it. You're looking for the best shirts in town. Something that associates with the area. Or something like that. Let Mac of Amityville help you out. Of course, Mac is the home of the Mac T-shirts. Long Island Toss t-shirts, Island Tribe t-shirts, and plenty of cool stuff, merchandise you can find. It's the best butt shop you ever find here, shop in Amityville. Well, check them out down on down on Route 110 and 10 at, next to the next to the Amityville Amityville train station. That's in the that's minutes from the Amityville train station. I mean, and don't forget to check them out and check them out today. Long Island, you got Rucker, Harlem has Rucker, Lincoln, Queens got Lincoln. But Long Island has the map. As a Knicks fan, one thing is very clear. One thing is very obvious to the naked eye. The New York Knicks are going to be in the playing tournament if they have to, and they have to, even if they try to make the most out of it. Is it is it worth is it worth keeping Tom Thibodeau around? I mean let's say I mean the Nuggets are, are have the best record in the in the West playing it. And of course the Celtics have the best record in the NBA, but 
We're not gonna get anywhere with Tom Thibodeau. I'll be uh, I'll be honest. Nobody is ha and nobody is happy. And Tom Thibodeau tried to wash it off with like double bubble wrappers and what have you. They had it like oh we had it we we're sick of you man. You'll never win. You're not gonna you 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 got lucky in Chicago, but you sucked in Minnesota. I mean, this is as worse as it can get, man. I'm not gonna lie about that. Twitter said, Twitter wanna say per Ian Begley. Cam Reddish expressed displeasure to a Nick assistant coach about the way he was being utilized by Tom Thibodeau. Ironically, he has not played since. Also, Cam's camp had zero interest in DMPs if the Knicks are unable to train him by the deadline. I mean, this is disgusting. Eric Gerard is a Houston wrote on Twitter and said, Here's an idea for the Knicks. Fire tips now before the trade deadline and see what someone else could do with the current team. He giving away Reddish and others based on Tibbs' inability to coach on the fly anymore. Final play of regular regulation versus the Lakers was the last draw. Get Tibbs out of here. To which one to which I kinda agree. It's just, this is not he's not worth it. He's not, he's, I mean, he's grinding these guys to the ground. And fans are not happy with Tom Thibodeau. They're not. Stephen A. Smith went on there a couple days yesterday and said, You know what? I'm getting pretty sick and tired of tears for the New York Knicks calling the number of Julius Randle. What more does Jalen Brunson need to show the day that the damn ball needs to be in his hands before the final field goal decision? Damn it! He was so... I mean, and to which the fans said, Tips is garbage. Horrible coach. Burnout starters. Predictable rotation in defense and offense. Fire Tips play. Damn, damn it. Man, a lot of people are not happy with Tom Thibodeau right about now. And of course, this is a work. This is work. Other fans will that Cam Reddish, Shelby Thompson, Emmanuel Quickly, Archie Barrett, etc. It's not the worst young player situation for the new right new coach to enter. Tom Thibodeau with Julius Randle as the vet is close to the worst situation for a young player. And yet, this is not you built this foundation. They're not going to go anywhere with this coach. They have some really good pieces for a foundation of a winning team. Playing some, some playing some on the bench. But as long as Tibbs is the coach, and Randall is the number one option, you will never see how good those pieces are. Leon Rose, wake up! Fans have had enough of that, and it, and it brings back haunting memories of, of yeah. I'm gonna go there, Scott Layden.
I mean, I, I, I mean, take a look. I remember when Scott Layton traded Patrick Ewing for Glenn, for Glenn Rice, um, Luke Longley, and pack of bullshit. I felt like that's that's like that, that's like definitely good for me. And I was downright unhappy how that trade turned out. Cynical Next fan on Twitter said Leon Rose is the president of president of the Knicks and is legitimately choosing hiring family and friends than having an offensive system. This is a professional basketball team. What a joke. I mean clueless management, clueless ownership. And that franchise, it's like choking on their own shit every single time. Wow, he despises his team parking the bus. It's Jim Dolan's and Jim Dolan really, Jim Dolan really, he backs so, he'll back, he'll back Leon Rose because he says he's the best guy for the job. He said, why did I bring Leon in? I've been doing this for like 20-something years, and in my experience with the NBA, there's things you could do as an owner. You could create an environment where everybody, you give them enough money to do their job, give them more money that, than they need to do their job. You can stay out of the way, which is usually the best course of action. But if you do end up picking the one guy who's going to make all the strategy, who's going to execute for you, I pick Leon because I believe after you look at the NBA in the game that we play, that the team with the best talent that wins. You want a guy... Who can get you the best talent? I believe Leon Rose was still the best guy. I guess that's a, uh, this is from his uh, interview with WFEN's uh, Craig Carton and Evan Roberts. I mean, he's not gonna really gonna fire the guy. He's not gonna really gonna he's not really gonna do anything that stupid. I mean. A lot of people can say what they want about Leon Rose, but when you are but when you are an executive, this is a this is a painful for me to watch. You can give me like big Nick energy all you want. It's still it's part rancid because management wants to like. Continue to spell the first. Continue to spell their own shit every time. I mean, let's face it. Now Thibodeau's like the worst coach I've ever seen as a as a head coach. What are you doing? This is a. What are you doing? He wanted big, big and of course on Twitter. Um, R.J. Barrett has threw the first public stone at his head coach, Tom Thibodeau. When asked to be interviewed, he replied, I have nothing to say. Visibly mad about his fourth quarter benching. Well, I mean, will this be the first strike of the iron, a strike of the iron that can land and next a new head coach? Ah, probably. This is your young star you're catering to. And if you are um, siding with the coach... Then this is then this is a friggin' problem. I mean, 
can you be, can he be that guy? I mean, but they continue, they, every time you got this, I mean, if you're Tom Thibodeau and you're friggin' failing miserably, you're not gonna help. It's not helpful. I'm not gonna, I'm, benching, is, benching him in the fourth quarter? What are you, fucking Mike Keenan? Because that's what he is. Friggin', he's Mike Keenan a basketball man, and... Yeah, but offensive liability... I mean, this is like, oh, great. How's that work? How's that working out for you, Tom Thibodeau? Tom Thibodeau, to me, is like this, in it like the, work like, by God, the Mike Keenan of basketball, terrible, and like his tactics, are too stubborn. It's like Peter DeBoer. I'm like, for why you're asking me why you're comparing hockey coaches to a basketball coach? Yeah, coaching stat when you're coaching stat when they co when they compare to their tactics as coaches, like it's archaic or you're unpredictable or you're just too damn stubborn. They should be compared to that. It's like he's less. He's a lot like Peter DeBoer, too stubborn with his tactics. He's Mike Keenan, too archaic and too predictable. Won't work with the modern player. I mean, let's face it. You know, I mean, I'm I I I wanted him here because he was the guy that could change everything. But after what I saw, nah. Nah, 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 nah. No, fans were not happy. And they was not and fans are not happy with this guy. And this organization can't win. Then of course he said uh, in the columns that Tom Thibodeau scoffed that device to help monitor the player's health. Health, and they said fire tips immediately. He hasn't learned shit over his career. I mean, let's face it. Too stubborn and downright and downright and downright okay. He's friggin' Mike Keenan. That's all I can say. He's got lucky. He was a, he was a good assistant coach. Want to want some ring? Want a ring with Boston? But is he the guy going forward for the Knicks? Oh no, not not after this season. Not everybody's ha everybody. Not everybody is happy with him. You got beat by you got beat by the Los Angeles Lakers. Pretty much title. I mean, Tibbs will. Of course, Tibbs will never change. 
It said, we came across this quote from an article prior to his third and final season in Minnesota, in which he got fired. It didn't make any sense, and it's so surprised Allison Wiggins were unhappy. It was impossible not to notice the double standards in Minnesota. Thibodeau preached ball movement and unselfishness while letting Butler, Jimmy Butler, and Leon Rose bound the ball into the ground and shoot contested jumpers whenever they felt like it. And while he constantly got on Towns and Wiggins, as in Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, about their defense, he never said a word about Crawford, arguably the worst defender in the NBA. Nobody, nobody is happy with this guy. One fan said, hey, Tibbs, you want your, so you want your players to be tough and play through injury, but you got your feelings hurt from a player who saved your job this season? You're not fragile. You shouldn't be a coach, period. The Knicks are in trouble. Turns out he's right. Turns out he's right. I mean, this organization should say, you know what? We're done with you. Take your money. Get out of here. I mean, let's face it, he's like Mike Keenan. He's like Mike, he's Mike Keenan. You can't do that. I mean, yeah, you can botch and trade because... You just want to save caps capital and draft capital, what have you. Timberlow Spike Keenan, get rid of him before it gets ugly. We're going to wrap this up right after this. You're listening to the Home Turf Sports Podcast right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. Now you can listen to Home Turf Sports on your on Google Podcast. Check us out every weekday on our, check out the link in our description to check out our new home for home, just in case you don't even have Spotify nor Anchor. The Home Turf Sports Podcast, every day on Anchor, Spotify, and now Google Podcast. Don't forget to check us out today. As we end this episode of Home Turf Sports, glad, well, we're glad we are being a part of your evenings, so to speak. Of course, we're doing this late because, you know, it's, I mean, it's rough on me, but hey, I'm glad I'm doing this. We'll be back next time with an all-new episode. In the meantime, in between time, check out the uh, Home Turf Sports, Home Turf Radio, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. We're on here. Handles Home Turf Radio, and we're gonna. And of course, don't forget Friday night, seven seven o'clock. That's going to be a Tom Brady tribute episode. So make sure you check us out there on Twitter Spaces. In the meantime, in between time, this is Matthew. All I say, see you next time. We'll be back the next on our next episode of the Home Turf Sports Podcast. Right on the Home Turf Radio Network. Brought to you by Long Island Tops. If it ain't us, it ain't lit. So long, everybody.